Would you please pray with me? Gracious God, we thank you for this good opportunity. And on this very special night, we ask that you help us do something good with it. In your name we pray. Amen. Perhaps if you were listening and singing, you heard it. Tucked away in that last line, the last verse of the carol, A Little Town of Bethlehem. The words are, the hopes and fears of all the years are met in thee tonight. It's one of those songs and and one of those verses that I think most of us have sung so many times that, that when we sing it now, we don't even think about it anymore. We don't really consider what those words mean. But tonight, let's come back to them one more time. The hopes and fears of all the years are met in thee tonight. Thee, of course, is in Jesus. Jesus is this unbelievable promise, this everlasting light, fully human, fully God. He came to redeem his people from darkness, people who were lost in their own hopes and fears, lost in themselves. But how is that possible? How could, how could all of our hopes and our fears be met in Jesus? Well, the first thing is that, that we have to name those hopes and fears, the silly ones and, and the significant ones. Because in truth, in truth, if they are on our hearts, then they are significant to the Lord. And when we do that, when we name those hopes and fears, we discover that most of our fears lie right on the other side of our hopes. For me, I thought that, that listing some of my hopes and fears would help me think about how Jesus impacts those feelings in my life. And for me tonight, I hope that every person who makes their way into this place this evening leaves with a feeling of joy and love. And I fear that a few might not. I hope that, that Song and I and the kids remain healthy all through the Christmas season so that we can go on a break up north to see our family. I fear that we won't be so lucky. I hope that I have given the time and taken the time to give thanks to all the family and friends who have so blessed my life this year. And I fear that perhaps I haven't taken enough time and that I've been too absorbed in myself. I fear that this might be my last Christmas with my grandmother, and I hope that it will not. I hope the stuff that Sung and I keep teaching our kids about faith and love sticks with them. But I fear that the mistakes that we make will be stronger in their memories than the grace that we try to extend. I hope that Sung loves the FSU sweater vest that I got him for Christmas. I fear that being a gator, he may not. See, when you see your hopes and fears listed out, it becomes easier to see how Jesus is at work in some of them. This will not really be my last Christmas with my grandmother, for even at 93, if she goes on ahead of me to glory this next year, The promise of the resurrection of Jesus reminds us that life is eternal for all who believe. And when it comes to our kids, I know that Jesus already loves them more than we do. And that part of the love of Christ is a tremendous grace for parents as well as for children. 
When we talk about hopes and fears, there's an extraordinary wisdom to the manger and to the baby. The people at the time of Jesus' birth lived in great fear. Fear was the headline of their lives. They lived and died by whoever was in power at the time, by the whims of one person. And though they might have hoped for a new king, there was a double-edged sword of fear that went with that because the new king might potentially be worse than what they already had. On the scale of balance, fear was way up here, hope way down here. So God entered into the world, and he did it in this little town of Bethlehem. Now, Bethlehem was a long-forgotten town whose only claim to fame was that it was the birthplace of the mighty giant killer King David. But hope moved out of Bethlehem long ago, and it was replaced by heavy work and poor wages and back-breaking taxes. So now, on that first Christmas night, now the town lay silent, a quiet respite before another day of toil and heartache. They were not prepared for what will happen to them in the still of this darkness. And we are not prepared for Christ when he comes into our lives. We tend to think that Christ only comes to us when we have our acts together. When we have cleaned up all of our sin, when we're these perfect people. But the truth is that he came in the stillness of the dark night. In that moment when we feel most alone most afraid, and least prepared. And he came as a baby. He came as a baby because when we think of infants, we don't approach infants in fear. We see in them all of the hope and possibility of what could be. The one who would become the king was actually approachable to the people. He came from this place of love, of perfect love that casts out fear. Now, each of you came here tonight, and you were carrying with you your own hopes and fears. And I know that some of you are hoping that this is going to be a really short Christmas Eve service. And I fear that some of you are about to be disappointed. (laughs) But no matter what your hopes and fears are, when you approach the manger this Christmas, with all of them in your hands, Do it with faith that Jesus is indeed the wonderful counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting father, the prince of peace. And all that we have carried with us and all that has been carried throughout the years will be met once again in him tonight. To God be the glory, now and forevermore. Amen.